Hello and welcome to the 86th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, paid media, and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts, or even cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, why don't you send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or just get to me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. So what is officially the first roundup of the year? We have um, Akvila, and um, she did this phonetically because it's spelled A-K-V-I-L-E. Um, so yeah, Akvila le- leads us in a discussion on Instagram um, from the upset. Yeah, I said that I admitted that this is a channel I am quite clueless about. So yeah, there was no addition for me in terms of tips um, apart from, you know, me just chipping in saying that uh, my desire is to learn and to take tips on what I could test on my brand because yes, I don't have a client that really wants to do social media specifically. Um, but yeah, it will be nice to test some of that on uh, Mindswine itself. So yeah, let's hear what um those expert tips are so yeah she so just uh, to start with the welcome like villa goes hello everyone and welcome to the first ppc chat of the new year and decade i'm thrilled to be your guest host today i'm Akvilla, president and social media ad consultant at advertise so yeah i believe that's her own company consultancy she has set up in the u.s um so yeah she does a bit of a we do a bit of a roll call to see who's around and yes quite a few people are ready for our first chat of a chat this first discussion of 2020 so getting diving right in with question one agvilla goes are you actively testing instagram specific ad ads campaigns if so what results have you seen if not do you plan to test them soon and she straight in dives in with her answer saying we have been and continue to do so we're seeing a continual shift in better performance on instagram especially with stories there's great opportunity there to tell your story showcase service or products and captivate users with its interactive features um julia vice replies saying yep great results so far through um though i constantly get advice from facebook to just engage all placements rather than using instagram specific campaigns or ad group that does not seem quite efficient from efficient from my limited knowledge <laughs> or, or lack of knowledge of the channel itself colin slattery then goes saying not yet most of our clients are b2b service businesses but we have a few new e-com companies coming online that we're looking to do instagram specific campaigns for Agvilla replies to question one again and, and gives another answer saying not to mention it's been an excellent source of sales revenue for our e-commerce clients especially this holiday season and um, yeah, and in reply to um, Julia Vice, where Julia said, yes, great results so far. Do I constantly get advice from Facebook to just engage all placements? Agvilla replies, ah, interesting you bring that up. We have a question about this coming up later in the chat. So sneak peek, <laughs> let's break that one up. So uh, yeah, Mike Lewis replies to question one saying we do them quite often. Um, the most common would probably be A-B testing, a particular audience engagement or conversion rates versus on Facebook. 
And um, yeah, we've got Agvilla yeah, replying. That, well, we've got Julia Vice replying to Agvilla where Agvilla had said we have been and continue to continue to do so. We're seeing a continual shift in better performance on Instagram, especially with stories. Um, Julia Vice replies hard, agree. Stories are very powerful, particularly if you have a more complex message to share than a one and done e-com play. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Agvilla replying to Colin Slattery, where Colin said that, you know, none of his B2B clients are on social media, so they've not been doing a lot of Instagram lately. And Agvilla replies, I've been seeing some B2B brands popping up on stories, so worth a test. Julie Bicini replies, question one, saying yes, though not really creating specific content for IG, just using the Facebook ad separated out on IG, pushing to tweak to each sub-platform's vibe, the results are promising so far. Um, and then we've got Josh Warner replying to question one saying, seen great results so far with Instagram only placements and eight, um, eight times row so far, which I did not expect. Jordan Stark replies saying, I have run tests on Instagram specific ads with mixed results, but depends on the client and the industry. Kyle Schutz replies saying, yes, we are. I really don't think there's a better place to build a brand than on Instagram, especially e-com. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Agvilla then going on to question two. Then she goes, do Instagram ads work for any niche or are there some types of businesses where it wouldn't make sense? Um, and then going to answer the question two, Agvilla goes, in my experience, I've yet to find a vertical that it doesn't work. While not all can directly achieve all goals using Instagram, I've found it to be important part of the holistic strategy as it ends up being part of the funnel at some point. Um, I think there's going to be a part two and part three to her answer. So I'll go straight to those. Um, part two, she continues saying, while some do perform better than others, your audience is most certainly is there given the magnitude of Facebook and Instagram's user base. If you aren't sure if it's for you, run a test and find out for certain. And she continues saying that we've found it to be incredibly successful for our e-commerce and mobile app clients. What types of clients have you found it to work particularly well for? Um, and then, yeah, going on to some of our answers from um, our other experts, Mike Lewis replies saying they can technically work for all niches. It's just a question of, is there a better place to spend this budget? You can only figure this out by testing. And yeah, that's the thing with testing. Now, I almost say it's a little bit of a problem with testing because obviously we're trying to find a winner and a loser and the loser just doesn't get any, any funding or doesn't get any money. But I always feel like Put money for as much as, you know, in an, in an area where you can, you definitely feel that there will be um, results coming out of it. Let's not just cut a whole channel out because it's not getting as good a performance as another channel. But yeah, when their budget cuts and, and, and funds are tight, you know, the area that doesn't have the last click conversion does not show the, the direct um, last click conversion is usually the one that's cut out. Um, Julia Vice replies to question two saying probably, but I'll say we have success across several verticals with it, B2B, QSR, even utilities. Kyle Schertz replies to question two saying, I think the way the world is today, Instagram ads will work for any business if the strategy and contents are in place. I think where it will fail is when it stands alone and doesn't have remarketing or, or MA to back it up. I'm trying to think what MA might be. Um, and then Julie Bicini replies to question two, saying e-commerce and restaurant entertainment are great fits for Instagram natively. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Julie Bicini also replying to Jordan Stark when he says, I feel I've seen really good results for Instagram with e-com 
products. I think it's a great um, way to increase awareness specifically. Um, yeah, and Julie replies, agreed. It is great for discovery, which is part of branding, telling stories versus more recognizably advertising is a plus for the platform. And then, yeah, going on to um, our other experts, we've got um, Jordan Stark replying to Kyle, where Kyle had said, I think that the way the world is today, Instagram ads will work for any business if the strategy and content are in place. I think where it will fail is when it stands alone and doesn't have remarketing or MA to back it up. Jordan replies, I think this is key, aligning your objectives with the campaign goals and setting up those campaigns to support one another, like having a traffic objective campaign for discovery and then a remarketing campaign with a conversion objective. So yes, it's all about knowing what the conversion objective needs to be. It can be the same as every other channel because every other channel doesn't work in the same way, but it's definitely important to like set what your target is and what you're measuring, what, what, what success will look like for you. Tim Halloran replies for, for question two, saying e-com for sure, $550 to $100 product cost range, especially if you're doing you're going right in with the hard sell or giving out a free demo, shipping return, etc. I'd say most of us need to work the funnel Instagram, though. Agree with that, uh, with what has been said, regardless with good strategy. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Agvilla replied to Jordan Stark, where Jordan said, I think it's it, it, this is key, aligning your objectives with the campaign goals and setting up those campaigns to support one another. And Agvilla goes, exactly, use the funnel to your benefit and not have to pay more than you have to... For, have to for targeting top of funnel audiences with conversion campaigns. She then gives us question three, which goes, what challenges do you or your clients face when it comes to creating content for Instagram? How are you addressing them? So yeah, I feel it can be hard to get assets from some clients is what I'm always hearing from my um, colleagues who work in social. So Agvilla goes, if you're looking for some other creative and unique Instagram stories and feed templates, check out the following mobile apps that we enjoy using template app on fold story shape chic or lex lettered on instagram so yeah lex letter no sorry lex lettered so l-e-x-l-e-t-t-e-r-e-d on instagram and that's a handle that you can check out so that's template app unfold story chic or lex lettered so yeah i'll be remembering that for myself as well and in another answer to question three, we've got Jessica Dupee replying to replying to question three, saying keeping up with the volume of creative needed to prevent ad fatigue. Um, Julie Bettina replied, have found that universally clients are just unprepared for the pace at which they need to have new creatives ready to launch in Instagram and Facebook. They are stuck in all the rhythms of advertising. It's like pulling teeth to get even half the pace that is needed. Julie Advice replies to question three, saying cost Enterprise clients tend to want perfect creative and may, yay, or may not, boo, invest in it. A strong habit of testing um, first to prove the investment and then seeing it as unworthy because bad creative didn't work. Classic. Um, Mike Lewis replies to question three saying, I'd say balancing production value when you're not sure if you're hitting your mark. How much should you invest in something that might flop? And at the same time, if you aren't spending enough, how can it? Kyle Schurz replies to question three saying, I think the biggest challenge we face is working it into our flow. Creative really is one of the best levers to pull it, but it also takes more time than tweaking an audience or optimizing other points of a campaign. 
Um, and then, yeah, we've got a villa replying to um, just saying, in, ter- in general, what type of messaging do you like to use for top of funnel, cold audience? And what do you like to use for bottom of funnel, warm audiences? And are gen- any general guidelines guidelines you follow? And that's replied to when Agvilla said that um, use the funnel to your benefit and not have to pay more than you have to for targeting for audiences. And her advice is typically for top of funnel, introductory brand creative showcasing what they do and the benefits and the CTA is typically learn more for bottom of funnel messaging to entice the users to come back and convert works best if you have promos sales etc good to use hair so that's for bottom of funnel um and then yeah we've got um a julia vice replying to a uh, kyle well kind of said I, I think the biggest challenge we face is working it into our flow creative is really one of the best levers to pull but also takes more time julia replies to that saying clients are also more used to search advertising where the creative was a smaller lever influence they need to be educated or reconditioned to the needs of social advertising so yes it's not about one one way fix you know it's the same way you need to think about with all the different channels so the way we think with paid search is not the way we need to be thinking about social media and Carl Schertz replies exactly I feel this is um this great push to get back to the old school advertising tactics of being creative and using data to get in front of the right people and I love it just need to get clients on the same page and then yeah Julie agrees that she does too um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Tim Halloran replying to um, question three, saying having their team format creative correctively, um, sorry, having their team format creative correctly, specifically if you're doing half Photoshop and half built-in tools, making sure text doesn't overlap, etc. feed, title is less important, image is everything, needs to get the point across faster than Facebook, no bland stock photos. Um, Dwayne Brand then joins our conversation and quickly gives an answer to question one saying we are, we are and see, we are seeing, we are and seeing good results when you make some specific creative for that audience. Some clients do better on Facebook, um, proper. So the breakout is great to show them that too. Um, going on to question four, um, Aguila take, um, gives us native and expandable stories. Carousel ads have been a game changer for many of our clients. How have you been utilizing them? If so, how? And then giving her answer to question four, she's then unfamiliar with the difference between the two, formerly called prompted and unprompted, but recently having changed their names, native plays up to three slides automatically while expandable has up to 10 and user has to press keep watching to see more. And yes, she does a part one of four. To learn more about Instagram stories, carousel options, go to the link she provides, which I'll provide in the details. Um, and then she continues saying we've we've been seeing them to showcase different people wearing different products for some of our e-commerce clients. We treat them like regular Facebook carousel ads, just larger, more interactive and bring the products to life. Um, and while there are other variables to take into consideration overall, we found that native ones work well for our client awareness campaigns and expandable ones for remarketing. And um, yeah, going on to um, on the other answers, well, um, Dwayne Brown gives us an answer to question three saying getting creative made is always a challenge, even it's a just, even if it's just a question of time for bigger brands, longer lead times and proactive planning helps. Um, and then, yeah, going on to our other answers to question four and the like, um, 
we've got Sam Rocklewicks replying to question, um, yeah, forcing absolutely works well for promos or features, especially if there is a DTC or e-com component, certainly helps stand out if you have the right audience. And then we've got Agvilla giving us question five saying Instagram stories ads broken out into their own ad sets tend to perform better. Are you grouping them with other placements or separating them? What results have you seen? Um, and then in answer to that, she gives her first answer saying initially when stories came together, when stories came out, we grouped them together over recent months. We've been breaking them apart and giving stories their own budget. This way we can create story-specific creatives, run creative tests, maximize our potential in that placement. And she continues saying, in addition, it doesn't have to compete with other placements and give Facebook, Instagram the control to possibly favor others and not give you a fair test. By doing so, we've seen higher conversion rates. Mike Lewis replies to question five saying, I always separate them so I know their position to just... uh, Sorry, they're positioned to look just right for the format. After all, impressions last even less for stories where people are constantly tapping away. Sam replies saying, always breaking them out, performance lift of 50% to 200% versus leaving them in, depending on industry, overall performance, etc. No brainer right now. Carl Schutz replies saying, I love placement ad set, makes optimizing and visualizing data that much easier. Plus, you can plug in the proper creators. I like... Um, campaign budget optimizer for the most part but can't help do ad set budgets in this case curious how others manage um placement ad set for budgeting purpose joshua warner replies to um question five saying for my bottom of funnel conversions campaigns i've been grouping the placements together and have been seeing great results however i like agvilla's strategy of breaking them out to use different creative for each placement something i'm going to try um julia bicini replies to question five saying finally getting clients to test separating just jamming a facebook ad into all facebook and instagram placements is like having a social to also post the same post to all social networks you want ads to be tailored to the environment in which they will be seen yeah that's very true and um, tim halloran replies both with native i'll separate out the placement to be only instagram story sometimes i add facebook story too with non-native i'll do auto placements now and then to test sometimes performs better lower cpa and cpm sometimes worse because it cuts off text and image and looks bad um julie julia vice replies to question five saying mostly it's included due to budget helps me not to have to make a thousands ad sets for one campaign budgeted regionally hey facebook make a dang offline editor already yes that would be very useful in talking about images and uploading um loads of things like this then going on to question six agvilla asks instagram story polls are great for gathering intel and driving engagement what are some ways you have or could use polls in your ads that is such a good idea and i'm saving that one and as usual, Agvilla gives an answer to question six, saying the possibilities are endless. Some effective ways we've used them are to gauge interest in upcoming product launches, color designs or style preferences for products and event 
interests. Um, she continues saying that if you haven't tried interactive polls yet, you can select the add and interactive poll option in the ad level within um, the Instagram UI. Um, Julia Vice replies going, what um, have not used polls yet thinking about it, but we need a social team with capacity to manage responses and hopefully excitement could be an option for my utility this spring. Uh, yeah, this spring even. And um, Carl Shorts replies to question six saying, I love this idea, but have not done much with it. I think R&D is a big one that comes to mind on giving the people what they want. Yes, you can already, you can already, you can pre-test what kind of advert will work better and then use that. That's actually an amazing setup there. Uh, Michael Lewis then replies to question six saying, maybe it's laziness, but to answer a question we've been trying to answer, which color should we choose? Oi. Um, and then, yeah, so Aguila goes on to um, question seven saying, have you seen more success lately with Instagram feed or stories ads? What did you find worked best for that placement? Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, before we go into that, Mike Lewis, um, sorry, Aguila replies to Mike Lewis and Mike had said, maybe it's laziness, but to answer the question we've been trying to answer, which color should we choose? Aguila replies, not lazy, sounds like an easy question to answer to drive more engagement. Good initial test, in my opinion. Um, Julia Vice replies, lazy. Um, didn't um, that uh, didn't Kim K do that with one of her first actual products? And I think she made out <laughs> okay. So yes, proving that if Kim Kardashian can find success with it, with the rest of us definitely can. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Agvilla also replying to Tim Halloran with Tim. I says, I've I used the wrong term, but native is the full story size already made, then uploaded. And that's, um, and other, and the other is carousel. And, um, that's talking about, um, when he was, he's given, he was given his answer to question five saying with native, I'll separate out the placement to be on the Instagram stories. And with non-native, I'll do auto placements now and then. Um, and then, yeah, Josh, Josh Warner replied, what does native and non-native mean? I'm not familiar with those terms. And Tim says that uh, I used the wrong term, but native is a full story size already made, then uploaded. And the other is carousel. Um, and then yeah, Villa replied, that is correct. The native one plays all portion automatically and the expanded one, the user has to actively prompt. So now going to um, answers to question seven, when we are now talking about um, successes with Instagram feeds or stories ads and finding out what works best for that place, placement, Carl replies, for me, it has depended on the goal and or objective. I think stories are cheaper and good for building your audience and feed is where you can capitalize for the most part always depends. Agvilla replies, while both performs well for most of our clients, we are seeing stories outperform the feed more and more often. While there are caveats, we have found that the quality of creative determines the success and breaking stories into its own ad sets lets it thrive further. Um, and then, yeah, Julia Vice replies to question seven, seven, saying feed hands down. I think it's a reach thing. And then we've got some Jordan Stark replying to question seven saying, I've seen the same kind of thing as Kyle Schurz. Um, depends on the objective and what you're trying to accomplish. And then um, Agvillarip gives us the last question of the day saying, um, yeah, in what way would you like to test Instagram ads this year? that you have not had the opportunity to do so yet. And I jump right in saying, I'd just like you to be able to test any of the options that has been given, especially like the polls one. I think that's really nice to get ahead of, um, you know, knowing actually what to do in your actual campaign and, you know, getting the, you know, your focus groups to actually t give you an idea of what 
should actually perform what will actually perform well when you actually roll out um, the campaign fully. Mike Lewis now replies to question seven, saying it's varied, but stories have been done have done better for quick, usually brand oriented messages, while feed posts have been better for sales. Mm, I remember that. So um, stories for branding and feed posts for better for sales. Um, Gil David replies, question seven is just catching up overall and at scale feeds still outperform, but you can get great results splitting stories out with the right creative, especially UGC native looking vertical video with added text or GIFs, etc. Um, and then yeah, Villa replies to question eight. Say, I recently spotted this very creative example that I went that I want to create your own on for some e-commerce client remarketing re-campaigns, um, remarketing campaigns. It not only ma- makes it engaging for the user, it gives them an incentive to tap further and to increase the chances of conversion. So yeah, and that's um, just the pictures of um, yeah saying tap on the picture itself of an image of an in case of emergency um box filled with donuts a clear box filled with donuts that's very enticing thing i'll definitely want to tap that um, um and then yeah we've got jordan stark replying to question is eight saying i'm interested in the poll option let me know how that goes julia vice also want to test more expanded stories tim halloran replies to question seven saying for b2c stories is kicking for b2c stories is kicking butt but I agree with julia totally a reach thing feed is still worth more to be just based on volume stories really can't compete with that yet Sam replies to question eight, saying, I think more non-traditional applications or clients, most of our Instagram stories camping now are relatively intuitive, CPG, fashion, luxury, but I'm really curious to see if it can be used in a worthwhile way for something like B2B, not exactly a test per se, but still. And then we've got um, Kyle Schultz replying to question 18. I want to really dial in creative testing and planning. It really holds true. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Um, and then, yeah, I think with the last minutes, a few minutes in the chat, we've got, um, yeah, Tim again giving his answer to question eight, saying, I hear DPA plus Instagram stories is going to be released more broadly, waiting on that for a few clients, polls for sure, educating clients, teams, finding the resources to do it all correctly. Like um, Julie Bicini said, not pushing non-optimized creative into all placements is not good either. Um and then, yeah, we've got um, Julie Buccini then um, going, any advice for CBO, so campaign budget optimizing and separating Instagram from Facebook, things to think about or plan for. Um, Agvilla replies, personally, still not a fan of CBO as, as I don't fully trust it. It hasn't been fair to many tests we've run, so we will set at set budgets for the most part to have more control. Sam replies to that as well, saying, yeah, CBO has been a miserable experience, especially if you have smaller audiences. I tend to prefer smaller, more defined audiences as um, big Big A, little A says, give the Roomba enough room to learn, but not too much that it cleans the street. And CBO doesn't like that. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Big Alphilic then going, yes, just exactly. Um, 
and then yeah we've got um pretty much that comes to our end of our discussion we've got some thank yous from Agvilla and from some of the our chat um the discussion participants so like colin slattery um julia vice and um dream browns and that and the like um but yeah i hope you found the chat um very useful today and gotten some great takeaways for instagram ads or doing an instagram campaign i definitely have and um yeah my favorite is definitely the polls um thing and some of those resources that um, villa gave us to um to use for you know creating templates for creators for the stories and um the feed and um you know putting the feed alike as well so yeah that's been very interesting and um yeah i hope you've taken some um great takeaways out of that and found this chat very useful if you want to chat about this topic or any other paid media or data analysis solutions do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com or even better still um get to me on any of my social media channels and that's my Mind Swan PPC. And remember, for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.